Welcome to Multifamily Real Estate Investing, presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I'm the founder and CEO of Mara Poling. Happy to be with you again this week to discuss a topic that I think we're a little overdue on, and that is the three essentials to multifamily real estate investing. There is a lot of content out there. Content we've created, content others have provided, books and podcasts and YouTube videos and seminars. But you really can boil it all down, we think, to three simple points. And that's what we're going to discuss this week. As always, you can email me at pat at marapolling.com. Don't forget to swing by marapolling.com for all that great content I just mentioned that was out there, uh, as well as uh, the ability to download some information on our uh, portfolio and our investment vehicles, as well as schedule some time for a phone call if you would like to chat. I'm happy to do that. So I was thinking this last week about... Um, just all the content we've been able to create over the last few years. The, um, I don't know what we're at, 100 plus, 150 plus uh, podcast episodes that we've done uh, that post every week on, uh, on Tuesday. Is, uh, if you're new to, uh, to us, if you're a new listener, that's our schedule. The um, uh, well over 100 hours of webinars and other recorded content that we have uh, prepared and done over the years, the live events and educational sessions, uh, all the content that we've put out there and, and we'll continue to put out there covering so many different facets of the multifamily real estate investing experience and lots of little nooks and crannies to dive into and obscure points to spend time on and big picture items and strategies. Um, we're, we're very pleased that we've been able to uh, play a role in the education of the investor community around multifamily. And creating that much content can obscure some of the basic points. And so I was thinking this week, it might be time to just take a step back and clear everything out, set all the content, all the stuff, all those things we've discussed, set all that aside. Let's start with a clean slate and hit what I think are the three essentials to multifamily real estate investing. And they're pretty simple. Uh, if, you, if you have been a listener for any length of time or uh, enjoyed any of our other content, it's, the, none of this is going to be news to you. But I think there's value in identifying these as the three essential elements that really are the foundation for investing in multifamily. The first of those is the supply-demand imbalance. There is a housing shortage in the United States. And I'm not talking about homelessness and other kinds of issues like that. I'm, I'm talking about there are simply not enough apartment units in particular, but residential units in general, to support the population we have today and the growth curve that we are on driven by a number of factors. 
And when we look at that in the rental community, in the rental space, we're talking about an imbalance that is anywhere from a million units on the small side to several million units on the large side and not getting smaller. Annually, we're building as a country about 300,000 units a year. These are rough numbers, but roughly 300,000 units a year. At the same time that the growth in the population, the uh, movement of baby boomers from ownership to rental, which is still happening at the same percentage it had previously, but boomers are a larger population group uh, quantity-wise. Therefore, that's a bigger impact. Uh, the delayed uh, home ownership of the uh, echo boomers, right? So the 20s and 30-year-olds in particular that normally would be buying homes have delayed that. Uh, combined with an overall reduction in home ownership uh, since its peak, now, we've bounced up a little bit on that. We've, we, we hit some lows in the kind of mid to low 60% range, and now we're moving back up a little bit, but we're still significantly below the almost 70% home ownership rate we were uh, prior to the bubble bursting in 07 and 08. So significant demand that's not being met on the supply side with any growth. And what growth there is, if you look, in particular, if you look at markets that you might be interested in investing in, what you will find is the overwhelming majority, if not all of the growth, is happening in the Class A segments. So we're not seeing growth in the Class B space, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in a moment. Um, so... If you had an opportunity to invest in a marketplace where there was already a shortage, there was continued, consistent demand forecasted for a significant time into the future, and the economics simply make it unlikely that there'll be any response on the supply side. There hasn't been, and until you can build units, new units, for the cost of what we can purchase existing units, and right now there's you know probably a 30 to 40% gap there, until that gap closes, you can't build new supply. So fixed supply, increasing demand, there's already a gap. That sounds like an opportunity to invest. So the supply-demand imbalance, it was the reason this made sense Five years ago, it's the reason it made sense a year ago. There is nothing on the horizon that says we're going to solve this issue in the next five years. So all of that says multifamily is a smart investment play. And that leads us into item number two. That supply-demand imbalance, we believe, underscores the value of investing in the Goldilocks class in the class B assets. So there's a supply-demand imbalance. That's essential number one. Essential number two is take a hard look at class B assets, the Goldilocks class. Why do we like class B so much? And why do we call it the Goldilocks class? Well, 
there's just there's almost too many reasons to mention, but I'll go through a few. Class B assets are the largest group, right? There are more class Bs than there are Cs and more class Bs than there are As. So there's a lot of product out there. There was a lot of class B development that occurred in the 80s. And if you go back and look at the historic uh, growth curves that, that happened, the 1980s were a very robust time for the development of new uh, multifamily uh, housing uh, complexes. And the overwhelming majority of that was in that class B um, space. So there's a lot of class B out there. Class Bs are insulated from some of the market turmoil, right? Markets do move up and down. We do have cycles, right? We do have uh, uh, growth curves in the economy. We do have recessions. We do have recoveries. We do have maturation. We have all these different phases. And when we do have a recession, as we have experienced recently, class Bs are affected, but they're not affected the same way A's and C's are. In a recession, class A's can really get hurt pretty hard because you have tenants in a class A that either really shouldn't have been in a class A, maybe they couldn't really afford it, and this kind of pushed everything over the edge, or they can afford it, but they make a decision that with the economy a little tighter right now, it might make sense for them to move down to a B. Yes, class Bs will have some tenants that will move out, but those A's backfill them, as do some folks that move out of the ownership phase into a rental phase. Conversely, when we have growth, when there's recovery, there will be some class Bs that move out and go buy a home, which we applaud. That's fantastic. We're very happy for them. And we're okay with it because that leaves room for a family that's living in a class C that would like to have more space, some green uh, outside space, uh, maybe some better, a better school uh, district, uh, or possibly a safer uh, neighborhood. So uh, class B's while affected by the economy, are buffered by A's and B. Pardon me, A's and A's and C's. Did I say class C's? I meant class B's, right? So class B's are buffered by A's and C's. Um, those are just a couple of the reasons that we really like class B. So, if you're thinking about multifamily real estate investing, um, the underpinning is this supply demand imbalance. That's what really sets up the playing field for multifamily being a smart investment. Class Bs, that's, that's the good, safe place to play, and there are good returns to be had in the B space because of everything we just uh, described. The third and final essential is to go long. If you are looking at investing in multifamily real estate, we think you should be looking at it not as an investment to make that you then get out of at some point in time, but that you make and you stay in. That does not mean that you invest in one asset, uh, you buy a single family rental or you invest in a, uh, a uh, syndication. 
and then expect to simply hold that one position for 20 or 30 years. No, we do expect there to be turnover in the particular asset that you're in. But we think multifamily is a long investment, meaning it's an investment you put money in, and while you move it from asset to asset, you stay in multifamily long term. Why? Well, the first two essentials are certainly part of that, right? We, as I said, we don't see that supply-demand imbalance disappearing anytime soon. There's, there simply isn't a solution to that challenge yet. And again, primarily driven by the economics of new construction and the pricing of existing units. Now, one way you could certainly solve that is for people to start paying enough for existing units that you could, that you could then build for the same amount. If that happened, uh, I would be ecstatic, as would be all of our investors that we work with, because we'd have been handsomely rewarded for the investment we made because I'm still buying assets, as I said, at maybe 60 cents on the dollar compared to what you could build them uh, for. Um, so invest for the long term. And what that looks like is get into multifamily, whether it's a single family rental you go purchase yourself or a duplex or an individual syndication uh, like the kind that we uh, have offered and do offer from time to time, or a fund like our total return fund vehicle. From our standpoint, it doesn't matter which you do. There are pros and cons to each when you start looking at them relative to the specific goals you might have, but they're all in multifamily. So get in that multifamily space and then manage that over the long term in terms of what assets you move to. You might, when a syndication you're invested in comes to a conclusion, you might take those dollars and move them to another real estate investment. Uh, there's some potential tax issues there because you're, you're going to get a final K-1, but you will have enjoyed the benefits of, of the tax uh, benefits of real estate investing your time, for your time in that syndication. Uh, an investment vehicle like our fund is structured to actually uh, continue those tax benefits so that you can experience those over 5 years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, however long it might happen to be. Or you can build your own portfolio and in Doing so, you can manage the tax situation uh, in a much more um, tailored manner for yourself. So uh, all of those support this notion of going long. So the three things I would tell anyone that says, I'm thinking about this multifamily thing, what should I know? One, there's a supply-demand imbalance today. It's not shrinking, and it's, there's literally no end in sight. Two, within multifamily, there's a class of assets, class B, that have some unique properties relative to the other classes that we believe make them an ideal place to not only invest securely, but to invest for good returns. And three, when you go into multifamily, go into multifamily with the intent that you are adding multifamily to your investment portfolio, not as an individual investment, like, hey, I'm going to buy some Tesla, and when Tesla hits X dollars, I'm going to sell it and take my profits, but as another 
type of asset as another mix in your diversified portfolio. So you'll have some stocks, you'll have some bonds, you'll have some cash, maybe some gold, and you'll have some multifamily real estate. And you will always have some multifamily real estate, that you'll have a real estate component in your investment portfolio. All the content that's out there, everything we've ever said, every podcast we've ever recorded, every webinar we've done, all of that stuff out there, if you boil it all down, these are the three things that make the most sense and that really are the starting point. Now, from there, yeah, it's great to learn about value-add and how value-add can increase your returns and how it allows you to purchase assets in a more conservative manner, uh, but still get really solid returns. About 1031s, about tax deferral, about um, the acquisition process, about the eight uh, key steps you're looking for when you're trying to acquire an asset, about what makes a good market a good market. All of those things are really valuable, but all of those come from this notion that Overall, there's a, uh, a drive economically because of this supply-demand imbalance to invest in this space, that there's a class of assets that have characteristics that are more desirable, we believe, than others, and that this should not be an in-and-out investment. This should be a long-term investment with the expectation that money will move around from asset to asset, but it will stay in multifamily. We think that's the right way to go. If you have questions about these three items or any of the other things I rattled off as I was just chatting there, uh, you can do a couple things. One, you can go to marapoling.com, M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com, and go to the Learning Center where you'll find a lot of that content Everything we've ever done isn't there, but an awful lot of it is. Uh, so there's webinar content and uh, uh, recordings on the uh, Multifamily Real Estate channel. Uh, all of our podcasts uh, are available on all the different platforms, however you accessed us today. Uh, they're also there at the Learning Center. And I am always happy to chat with folks. So you can shoot me an email, pat at marapolling.com, or you can set up a time for us to chat uh, on the website, and, I'm, and then I'm happy to engage in that way as well. So I hope you found this session valuable, and please join us next week for another episode of Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Polo.